0: do I know when to move on to the next part of my training? How can I deal with overthinking? And this is no doubt a common issue. A lot of you guys are overthinkers. A lot of you, especially you smarter ones, you you smart people out there tend to overthink so much. It's one of the benefits of being kind of like average intelligence like me. (laughs) we're too we're too dumb to overthink stuff so we're just like oh okay yeah Um, but it is a it's a common thing we're going to talk about that Um, but I want to start by kind of going back to letting you guys know how I progress uh, through training when I was doing my training because one part of the question was how do I know when to move on and I think it's going to be beneficial to a lot of people especially you guys that have just signed up for you guys that are seeing what Seven, eight courses with, I don't know how many modules within those courses, and you're kind of getting overwhelmed. So what I would do is this, right? And I'll tell you about, tell you this. Back when I was training, um, the courses, and even my first training course, was laid out in a way that helped massively with this, right? We released, right? When I released the 12-Week Transformation, right, it was released one week at a time meaning on week one you get module one you get nothing more so what do you think that helped with one module at a time you had to wait until the next sunday or next saturday for it to be unlocked yeah it helped with not rushing through because we 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 know that people are going to do that i mean think about like this you're you're it's like a kid on christmas you come downstairs Your mom's like, hey, Akil, only open one GIF. You see like 10 of them under the tree. What do you, you know, the urge is to kind of just rip all of them open and go crazy. Um, So we released it that way. And when I did my training, here's what I did, right? So the first thing I did was I would go through the entire module. I didn't take any notes. I would just go through kind of like a fly on the wall and I would observe right? Then I would go through the entire module again, this time taking notes. Now, why do you think I did that practice? Why do you think I went through it the first time without doing anything, just watching, taking in, listening before going through it a second time? Why do you think that happened? Naomi says to get an overview uh, and not write everything down to get a rough review to see what you missed. Yeah, and obviously you know this. Everyone, everyone thinks differently, right? Everyone learns differently. There are some general rules of learning and, and information retention that are universal across the board, but everyone has their own little style. For example, when I was in college, I used to write my notes in slang. For you guys not familiar with slang, basically. I would write notes like the way that I talked um, because it was easy for me to interpret that way. That was the best way for me to learn if I can write it in a language that I understood versus a language that the professor was saying. So for me, I always look at it like a movie, right? Are you guys familiar with the movie um, Fight Club or Sixth Sense? Maybe even Inception falls into this category. You guys familiar with those movies? Fight Club, Sixth Sense, right? Think about any movie that has kind of like a twist at the end, any kind of. Um, mystery movie right for you guys that haven't seen fight club basically the guy (laughs) the guy was just seeing things let's put it that way um in sixth sense there was a person that was dead that wasn't really dead the entire time without kind of spoiling everything but in mystery movies like that when you when you when you watch the first time you're just you're looking at it and you're taking it in at the end you're like oh big surprise boom 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 but what happens when you go back and you watch those type of movies for the second time Do you find yourself starting to pick up, now that you know the conclusion, do you find yourself starting to pick up kind of the clues along the way? Yeah, you're like, oh, okay, well, that makes sense. Because I know that he was dead, that's why he's the only one that talked to him. And if you look in the scenes, everyone else he's with, no one one really looked at the dead guy, except for the guy that thought, oh, okay, right? The clues make more sense. So that's what I do when I train. I go through everything. So I get an idea of, okay, this is what I'm going to learn. In this module, I'm going to learn this. I'm going to learn about double bottoms and structure. Just a rough example, right? So after I know what I'm going to learn, now as I go back through the training, I have a a good idea of what I want to pay attention to. I have a good idea of what's important and what's not. Because one of the problems with note-taking is you know, sometimes you write down stuff that just doesn't need to be written down. Sometimes you're, you're writing down information about every intricate detail and it doesn't really matter. And now you're, 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 you're clustering your mind with information that doesn't need to be in there. So I like to write down the, the need to know information and purely focus on that. So that's why I go through the course twice. Now, after I go through the course twice, What do you think is my next action in the learning process? Start trading it live, right? (laughs) Throw some live money at it. What's the next step? Step by step, day by day. I practice, right? In many of our courses, right, you see at the end, it gives you an action item, right? Uh, an assignment, it says, now that you know this information, here's what I want you to do. I want you to go into the charts. I want you to find 10 examples of double bottoms. I want you to find 10 examples of double tops. I want you to find 10 examples of ones that work, 10 examples of one that uh, that don't work, 10 examples of uh, those that structure, 10 examples of those in the middle of no man's land. Right. Now you take the information that you've learned and you apply it practically to what you eventually plan on using it on. So you go to the charts and you start training your eyes to see it. And 10 is, a, you know, I think I always say at least 10 or whatever like that. But the fact is, you need to spend chart time. You need to spend chart time. You need to go from reading the driver's manual to actually getting in the car. And that's where the real learning process begins stepping into the car. Now the next step, what is the next step after going into the charts and finding X amount of whatever you're learning about? What do you think is the next step that I take? Go over it again, Jamie says. Eh, you know, won't complain about that, right? The more time you spend into the chart, uh, the more time you spend on the chart, the faster your learning curve will be, right? Next is where I use the live rooms. And it can be live trading or live rooms, right? And what I would do is I would go into the live room, the live trading room, and I always tell you guys this in the beginning, right? Have one, If you're new, have one thing that you're focused on. Because you know between Jason Grayson and myself, you're, you're going to hear about double bottoms double tops FTB triangles wedges gartleys ciphers pullbacks all this other stuff right fully focus right 100% of your effort on what you've learned that week if what you're learning that week is double tops and double bottoms then when we're in the live training room a trading room only pay attention or, or pay I guess pay, pay close attention to the situations which involve what you've just learned about. Practice finding them. Many of you guys do this already, right? Many of you guys do your analysis before the live room begins and then you use the live room as basically a, a, a test. You're like, hey, Akil, uh, Jamie's like, hey, Akil, I got a, do we have a double top on Euro dollar 60 minute? Can you check that out? We go over there, double, yes, I had that on my radar this morning, boom. That builds confidence, right? doing the work before confirming it later right and you can do this with uh i know not all of you can can make the live rooms you can do this with the trading edge videos as well many of you do we're like man i had it on my radar good to see you're seeing it as well but the point is you want to practice it ask questions about it the chat is a great place as well many of you guys have been using that. Send a picture into the chat. Send us an email saying, hey, is this a, a double bottom? This is what I had on my radar. I just want to check. You'll get an answer that says, yes. Ooh, yeah, confidence boost. Boom, level up, right? Or you'll get an answer that says no, and you'll learn why what you're seeing is wrong. So it's a, it's a win-win, guys. I hope you understand that. it's It's a win-win. When you use our network, when you use our community, when you use us as coaches and you ask questions, It's a a can't lose situation. If you're right in your analysis, you gain confidence. Confidence is key. If you're wrong in your analysis, you find out why you were wrong and what you need to do to be right. It's a win-win. And once you feel confident, and that's the subjective part because only you can know how you feel confident. Once you feel confident, only then would I move on to the uh, the next level. The next module. And that's why I say, always, you know, spend a week on it. We always say, don't rush through. Now, the tough part is this. The tough part, right? Going back to our movie reference, where we talked about, hey, it's easier to understand when you watch the movie for the second time, right? Because now you kind of know what you're looking for. That same analogy fits into the overall scheme of how we're teaching things here. And what Jason and myself have what we decided to do was we decided to teach stuff in very small digestible segments, right? We're cutting up your food really small and, and, we're, and you're getting a little bit out of time because we believe that's the best way to learn. We've seen information overload either firsthand experience with traders that we've taught in the past. And it's not it's not the best way to learn. In fact, we got a message from uh, Gabrielle sent us a message the other day. Gabrielle was a member of, uh, she had t- taken the ultimate trader transformation, which was the course that we put out at the other company. And great course, great content in that course. However, it just wasn't delivered the right way. Um, and that was something that I didn't like about the course, um, but we tried something different. And what I mean by it wasn't delivered the right way was you got a lot of information, but you didn't really get it in a, sp- in a way that was most efficient to learn. And what we did, uh, it, we, we looked at that course when we were doing the planning for um, our tier one courses. We took a look at that course. We asked ourselves, we talked to each other. We said, what, what can we do better? How can we do this better? and that's why we decided to break it up instead of one big course, break it up into seven, eight different courses, but the same thing, right? You wanna go through the entire course, right? All of the courses, and then you wanna go back because the question that many of you guys have is when when you, you learn about double tops and double bottoms, right? You do the action items. You go in the live room. You ask the questions. You've got it down, right? You can you can identify a double top and double bottom miles away. But does that mean that you know how to trade it? Is that this is knowing something the same as trading it? Yeah, right. And what do you see? You see people right away saying, okay. I, and, and this was me. This is you know full disclosure. This was me when I first started learning how to trade because my mindset wasn't on learning to trade. It was on finding something to trade and make money. So I would go back and, and this is, this was my story. That's why I always give the example of double tops and double bottoms. I learned double tops and double bottoms. ABCDs were another one. It was very easy for me to comprehend because it was, it's pretty simple. The rules are, are pretty black and white form and I learned it on its own. And then I immediately started trading it because I thought it was enough. And I learned a very valuable, expensive lesson that, well, double tops and double bottoms, bottom self, same thing with AB equals CD patterns, aren't a smart way to trade. You need more. But I didn't know that because I didn't look at the bigger picture first. So what happens is when you go through the entire course, courses, right? You start to see how everything adds on to each other. You start to see how learning about trend allows you to do this. You start learning how this can add with that, how diversions and double tops and double bottoms can be combined, how ABCDs and FIBS can be combined. You start to see the bigger picture of how trading works as a whole and how trading isn't necessarily about finding one thing that works, but rather it's about being a detective in the market. It's about finding the different clues that the market leaves you and being able to put all of those clues together in a way that allows you to find consistent edges in the market but you don't know that until you get to the end right do you know that at the beginning we had a trader the other day that went through the foundation course and was confused he's like he's like I'm confused about the putting it all together part I don't I don't I'm not sure I know how to trade it yet and I'm like whoa there whoa whoa wait a minute We don't even talk about trading in that course. You shouldn't be anywhere near trading. We're just teaching. This isn't a strategy. He's like, oh, that makes sense. Hopefully that making sense saved that trader a lot of dollars. But once you have the bigger picture, once you know how the movie ends, then you can go back through the movie and you you can learn it in a different way. Instead of just learning the general concept, you can learn kind of how you want to use it. And I, I think, again, another analogy that I like, I like to use is the driving analogy, right? It's one thing to learn how to drive a car to pass a test, driving a car in an empty parking lot. It's an entirely different thing to drive a car on the road with the other crazies out there. And that takes experience. And the overthinking part, this is the, the, the I guess the moral of the story, a lot of the time the overthinking part comes from learning something but not necessarily knowing how to use it. And then you start making up stuff. You start losing confidence. You you start really becoming confused if you've learned enough. And at the end of the day, right, you can't stay on the same the same section of the course forever. You're going to waste time. Can't get time back right? At the end of the day, at some point, you have to hop into that car and drive. You can't let that fear of needing to know everything precisely, correctly, 100% stop you. You have to have confidence in yourself and say, okay, I I do understand this concept. I'm going to give it a try. I'm going to move on to that next section. And guess what? If you find out that Maybe you don't know it as well you thought you know it uh, thought you did. You can always just go back. The courses are there; they don't they don't they don't disappear, right? You can always just go back and, and rewatch it again. But it's just like taking that leap of faith to become an entrepreneur, to become a business owner the same leap of faith you, you guys took to join the courses in the first place, the program in the first place, right? Sometimes you just have to take action. You take massive action. You do it. If it works out, great. It means you were prepared. If it doesn't work out, you go back to the drawing board. But you can't be scared to take that action. You can't wait until everything, everything, the the moon and the stars and the sun, you can't wait until all of that aligns to go for it. You go through the process. You prepare yourself as much as you can. Then you take the test. You do it. you do it. Um, real quick, Naomi says, I think um, I think that's it. I got everything separately, but I'm worried about moving on to the next section due to being overwhelmed and putting it all together and then having to go over it again when I've been through loads already. But I guess that's the whole section itself. Yeah, that's trading, trading. That is trading, yeah. If it helps, understand this, the the learning process never ends. Talk to myself, talk talk to Jason Grayston, we're always learning. So it's not something like, I need to get through this so I can stop learning. You're always gonna go back. I still go back to basic videos. I was telling a trader the other day on YouTube, he was like, I noticed um, I I did the the video that walked you through that, that head and shoulders win. And he's like, I noticed you're doing a lot of head and shoulders videos lately. I, like this, this guy has followed me since I started. He's like, um, I didn't see that a lot from you in the beginning. Um, is this new? And I said, No, I, I've I've traded head and shoulders in the past, but recently, over the last, you know, and re- by recently I mean like the last two years, I've gone back to a lot of the basic concepts that I knew, the simple pattern formations, and with the knowledge that I now know about the markets, I've I, I've with my experience, I've gained a better knowledge of the markets. So now I can take the same stuff that I learned before, but I have more clues. I I can use it in a slightly different way. I, I can become better at picking out opportunities on when to use it. So I've gone back to a lot of the basic stuff, right? Jason Greystone's FTB is a great strategy. FTB was something he used a very long time ago before he went on the path of becoming learn how to be a trader. And what did he tell you guys? After he learned how to trade, after he gained more knowledge in the market, he went back to it. He made some changes based off of the new clues and the new knowledge that he has. And he's been able to make that strategy better. And who knows? Maybe, maybe years from now he goes back again. Maybe years from now he learns something else. He's like, you know what? If I make this one little tweak, I can up the efficiency by this much. And that's just the learning, that's just the learning process. It, it never ends. The day it ends is the, is the day we're done. Jamie says, it's like basic technique in any sports. You get drilled in it every day, even if you're very good. Yep, layup line. I forgot what podcast episode it was in, but I talked about the layup line, right, in basketball. We, we start we off practice the same way, layup. The most simple thing you can do in basketball, I guess dribbling is, but the most simple shot you can do in basketball. 50 layups in a row or you can't move on. And then you take that simple concept of the layup line of doing a simple layup, and then you can start doing some uh, some fancy stuff with it. Naomi says, "So true, and even advanced uh, athletes always repeat the basic uh, the basics consistently when they are." Yeah, it's here. I, I said this. I, I coach track and field. And I, I coach a, I coach a bunch of different events, right? So I work with I work with pole vaulters. I work with hurdlers. I work with sprinters. I work with jumpers, right? And we're in really the the base phase right now of our training cycle. We we started up officially in August. We're at the base phase of our training cycle. And the first thing we're doing is this. They're running 10 meters. Now, would you say 10 meters is a long or a short distance? Very short distance. Very short distance. We're working on basic technique over 10 meters, right? We're working on training their, their basically working on their biomechanics, ba- the, the basic functions of how their body moves. And no matter what event you're in, again, pole vault, hurdle, jumper, sprint, right? The body moves the same way for all of us, right? Maybe some of you are super weirdly flexible, but arms and legs move the same way. Power is distributed the same way right? It all starts with a common core. And what we do at the beginning of every season with all the event groups is we work on the basic functions. Here's how you use your body the right way, right? When one arm goes forward, the other arm goes back. When one leg goes up, the other leg pushes back, right? And we work on those basic functions. And what you see with the the runners that progress over the years, we'll have fifth year seniors. We're still working on the basic things, They're just working on becoming a little bit more efficient with it. And that's the the same thing as trading, right? As, As a newbie, you're coming in, you're learning stuff for the first time. So it's this big adjustment period. You're trying to break old habits and install new ones, which again, is going to take you 90 days, by the way, 45 and 45, 60 to 90 days to do that. So it's kind of all new. But for you guys that are seasoned vets, you still want to go back and do the same practices. Just do it more efficiently. But the common core, just like in track and field, uh, in body movement, biomechanics, right? The common core of trading is gonna be the same, price action. If you're a technical trader, no matter what you do, it's price action. You can't get away from it. So hopefully that helps. But it is, it is a, at the end of the day, it is a, you just have to jump. You've gotta got trust yourself. Trust that you've gone through the right process. Understand that when you're going through stuff for the first time, you're not gonna get 100% on the test. There's always gonna be room to grow. You don't don't need to be perfect. I don't think any of us are, are perfect. You don't need to be perfect. You just need to understand the general concepts and understand that it is a learning process the process is never gonna end. And you can always go back. And you should always go back. Sounds good? Just says we can't compare ourselves to people who have been trading for years already. No, you can't. We get that a lot too. Hey Akil, how come you saw that and I didn't? How long have you been trading? One month, how long have you been trading Akil? Ten years. I probably didn't see it see it either on my first month of trading. <laughs> it's amazing how, how many how many type in how many years you guys have been trading for. Anybody over five years? Five years, six years, seven years, eight years, ten years. Well, less than one. Ooh, a baby. Someone get Jamie a pamper. Uh, Naomi needs a pamper too. Two pampers. Two pampers coming up. Year and a half, year and a half. Pull-ups, year and a half. Uh, Learning five months. Onesie, get just a onesie. Get just a onesie and a baba. Right? For you guys that have been trading for over, let's just say over three years. For you guys that have been trading for over three years, do you feel like you're, you're able to see stuff that you didn't see Three years ago. Probably for you guys that are trading five months. Jess can say learning for five months. I bet Jess is seeing more now than, than she's seen three months ago. Yeah. So just understand that's what it is. Again, practice, practice, practice. Typically, the per, the, the person that is put into more practice hours and has more experience Right? They're gonna be ahead of the person that's just started. And that, and that's in 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 life in general, that, that that's that's what it is. Yeah. So you just you just keep working on it, and it's gonna be amazing when you look at yourself a year from now at how much you've learned. It just takes time. It takes time, it takes mistakes.